airing the Addisons. Let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. Sherry B is over in Studio CC. We will open up the phone lines a little bit later in the show. And um, also want to let you know in this segment here uh, how you can connect with us and let you know that Fall Sherathon is approaching. And uh, if you are enjoying listening to Airing the Addisons, you appreciate the topics that we cover on a daily basis, then we certainly would like to hear from you. And uh, Will, would you let our listeners know more about that and how they can leave their listener testimonies? Yeah, so we're uh, gathering those testimonies for our uh, Sherathon in October. Uh, and simply, has American Family Radio made a difference in your life? Uh, have you been uh, Have you been uh, affected by the programming here? That's something that you r- would really like to share, maybe an experience that you had listening to the show. We'd like to get those stories. If you would just call 877 876 8893 that's 877-876-8893 and you can leave like a minute or two a message and we'll take that and it'll be it'll be produced and you'll hear it during the Sherathon so that number again is 877-876-8893 please give us uh, your listener testimony and also if you ever want to email us or contact us regarding the show directly you can do that in several ways, which includes uh, all of our social media contact. Yes, you can email us at uh, addisons at AFR.net, addisons at AFR.net, or, and you can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on uh, Twitter. On Facebook, it is uh, at Airing the Addisons, and uh, Twitter, it's at Airing Addisons. And also look us up uh, for our YouTube page, uh, Marriage Family Life, if you want to see the, the videos for that. And also, uh, if you want to sign up for the the email list for the Marriage Family Life uh, conferences and things that we're going to be doing, is right on the same page as our podcast at AFR.net. All right. I want to turn our attention to what I think will take up the better part of the program for today. And I want to get started with it right off the bat because I think that it requires a certain amount of care, but I don't want to ignore it. I want us to... um, You know, we have difficult topics that come up in our culture and come up in in society at large. And sometimes I think, especially for Christians, we're like we we so want to do the right thing in many cases. And that's great. That is commendable. Right. That I think the enemy has used that and those who are advancing wicked agendas um, have used that to cripple Christians. So it prevents Christians in speaking out and telling the truth because we are so afraid of being called hateful or we are so Mm. afraid of being called intolerant. And so the enemy just sort of dangles that in front of us and then really silences us. Right. And so I want to do something. I I was reading an article and as I was reading this article, I thought, wow, you know, this is another one of those things that if we're not careful, we might just move on from this story. It'll become a part of the current 
narrative in our Mm -hmm. nation Mm -hmm. and then we'll move beyond it and then we won't go back to it. You know, it'll just. But what actually happens is that you've got liberal progressives who are just moving the ball um, further down down the field. Mm -hmm. And so even though we get over it and it's no longer a talking point for us, we are worse because of it. And and I'm going to tell you what I mean. And this is what happens in our culture, guys. This is what happens every single day. There are these headlines or things that come across our desk. They scroll up in our newsfeed. Mm -hmm. We talk about it for a few days, then we move on. But what we don't realize is that something in us has changed. And if we're not careful, it's changed for the worse, right? So the way that it should change us for the better when we're looking at, you know, these cultural occurrences is that our discernment meters go up. Yeah. And so we say, wait a minute. (laughs) Okay. There's something here. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So it should change. Be some of us for whom that will not be true Mm -hmm. and we will be changed, but not in the way that we should be changed. Right. So, so we'll be less discerning. We'll be, oh man. And I want to be careful here. We'll be (laughs) quote unquote, more compassionate, which Mm. I hate to say it, that's exactly what liberal progressives are banking on. They are banking on your sour compassion, right? Like it's a, it's a, it's a misinformed compassion. And so then therefore we don't tell the truth on issues. So this is the article I read from the liberal cauldron Vox. All right. This is the article. And you've got to do opposition research. (laughs) You've got to. You've got to read sources that you don't agree with so that you understand, one, what their argument is and two, where they want to take it. Sometimes they will reveal their hand. um, Those who are liberal progressives and, Mm -hmm. and whatever, however you define that, I call for the, for the most part, I call them God haters, right? right? They are rebelling against God, and uh, and that's become painfully clear for all of us who are, who are witnessing it. But you've got to do a little bit of opposition research. You've got to know where these people are going. You've got to know what the angle is, okay? Yeah. And so in order to do that, you've got to read their material. So I was reading over at Vox, and um, there was something that really jumped out at me um, with this particular headline. And then certainly as I got into the story and I want to share it with you and I want to take my time with it because it is a, it is a sensitive conversation. And so I don't want to be flippant and I don't want to, uh, be coarse and I I don't, I don't want to be insensitive, but I am going to be emphatic. Okay. And, and I, and I am going to point out what I think is a page from a cultural Marxist Playbook. This is this is a cultural Marxist fantasy or neo-Marxist, new Marxism, whatever you want to call it. And that's what we're watching. And and I want to make sure I want the reason I want to point this out to you is because I want you to be able to discern what it is that you see when it pops off in the culture. Mm -hmm. So that's why I want to I want to point this out out to you. So this is the headline that grabbed my attention. Attacks on Greta Thunberg uh, expose the stigma autistic girls face. Mm. Now. Now, many people were familiar with the 16-year-old girl who was at the U.N. um, just just blasting off about climate change and how um, kids like basically the world's coming to an end and we're the cause of it. Okay, I mean, to say it succinctly. Now, I hate to do this to you, but just in case you haven't heard it, we just so happen in our back pocket to have a clip. We just (laughs) we just tend to walk around with clips. And so just to refresh you, I want you to hear what Greta Thunberg uh, communicated in New York 
on Monday that was replayed around the world, quickly went viral. She then made her way to CBS and talking to anyone who would listen. And they were quick to point out, hey, she walked to get here. Hey, she did this. She did that. We, we understand. She sailed to New York. We got it. So I want you to listen to the clip. And then I want to tell you, well, we'll go back to the Vox article. And then I want to I want to point out to you what is sinister in all of this and why Christians need to be careful. Roll it. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. And all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? For more than 30 years, the science has been crystal clear. How dare you continue to look away? So let me just say this, first of all, um, this is a major and you already know this. So I don't want to get too much into what you already know about this as a major liberal talking point. (laughs) Um, we, We already are familiar with the Green New Deal that was written in crayon. Like we already we we already know this. Right. I don't want to I don't want to go into all of that. But let me say this first thing. Mm -hmm. So President Trump tweeted out on Monday um, with regard to Greta Thunberg. He he tweeted out, quote, very happy young girl looking forward to a bright and wonderful future, (laughs) (laughs) which is hilarious. Okay, which is hilarious. But do you know that people pounced on him and in the media they pounced on him because now, and I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but let me tell you why. They pounced on President Trump because they said he was attacking a girl, and mm-hmm. that's important. Mm-hmm. I want you to, if, if you could take out your pen, and what I would like you to do <laughs> is put a tally mark for every intersectionality point that I give you. Mm, okay. So the president was attacking a girl One. with Asperger Two. who was standing up in defense of the planet. Three. So she's got right there three intersectionality <laughs> points that makes her valuable in culture. Man. Okay. So they attacked the president, said the president was being insensitive. No, the president was being himself. All right. <laughs> He's got nicknames for everybody. Okay. Mm. If, <laughs> all right. He just is that person. Mm-hmm. All right. And we all know that. Okay. But here is the thing that really grabbed my attention in this Vox article. And, and this is ultimately um, what makes this a page out of the Marxist playbook. So you have to understand that cultural Marxism is different from classical Marxism in that for the time being, it ignores the economic angle of its previous tenets. Okay. Now it's a cultural angle. Mm. Angle. So mm-hmm. now what you're dealing with is you're dealing with people who are psychologically um, oppressed by existing Western structures. It just so happens that the United States of America seems to be a beacon for all of those structures. So okay? if you have if you have the president making comments about, you know, a, a girl with Asperger who's, you know, stand up for the planet. That's the same symbol as the West. That's you know, the West 
overpowering, overpowering. or oppressing psychologically mm-hmm. those who are inferior. Uh, Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not it's so it's the president. Yeah. Kind of representing America, but not just the office of the president, because, see, they want that office. Mm-hmm. So it's not the office of the presidency. It is who the president is. So it's this white man. Mm-hmm. Right. It's this white man who represents oppression like he is top <laughs> top of the list oppressor. Yeah. All right. But here's the thing. And this is going to be sort of the 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 twist in all of this. So I'm reading this article and this Vox article begins by talking about how President Trump tweeted sarcastically with regard to Greta Thunberg. Right. And then there is um, the executive director of the autistic self advocacy network, a woman by the name of Julia Bascom. Julia Bascom. And this is what this is what she said. She said um, that what the president did and what other people have done and that they have mocked Greta Thunberg. They Mm -hmm. have, you know, said, oh, my goodness, look at this hysterical kid. Look at this emotional girl. This is what she said. This is the go to way to dismiss what an autistic person is saying in our society is to point out that they are autistic. So the go-to way to dismiss, this woman says, to dismiss what an autistic person is saying in our society is to point out that they are autistic. Now, I want to say this. Uh, Michael Knowles was on Fox News, and he called her mentally ill. And Fox had to come back Mm. and say, you know, we don't have any plans to have him back on. You know, they (laughs) apologize for that. Look, we have to be careful. Mm -hmm. So I would actually take issue with Michael Knowles as well. With, you know, raising a kid, who by some definitions is on the spectrum and Mm -hmm. however you want to say that, no, you don't want to classify that as a mental illness, but you are dealing with a developmental delay. That's right. A delay. You you are dealing with a developmental delay. That's right. And so that's reality, right? It is not a mental illness. So you need to be careful with that. However, let me say this. Let me say this. When you have someone who is standing up and hysterically screaming and crying that the sky is falling Mm -hmm. and saying that, how dare you? How dare you? And going. So what happens is you are dealing with the content of what they're saying, not who the person is. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So what you're talking about is these climate change believers as people with mental illness. Okay, and if that is the basis for the conversation, then what you can't do is stand this child up as a champion for climate change or a spokesperson and then try to shield her as both a woman and a person with autism. Hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? And let me tell you why we can't do it on the other side of this break. Aaron Lee Addison's on American Family Radio. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And that's uh, Chester Baldwin. God is good. So um, I think I'm having a little bit of a technical difficulty here, but we'll work through it. And you just let me know if there's any issues um, that you hear that I don't hear. Um, I was talking about Greta Thunberg, and and I really want to be careful because I want to make sure that we understand we can't ignore what's happening in our culture because I think that this is what cultural Marxists want. This is what liberal progressives expect us to do. And I was reading this article, and um, and I wanted to just point out what is my source of, of concern here. Well, my source of concern is that liberal progressives are taking us toward um, the full implementation of cultural Marxism. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's ultimately where we go. So this Vox article says that Greta Thunberg is being criticized because she is both a woman and because she is autistic. All right. So back to the article. This is what it says. Thunberg may have experienced especially strong stigma or may be experiencing especially strong stigma from the right. So that's from me and you, Will. Okay, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. she's not just autistic, but also female. Notice even Vox wants you to pick up on her intersectionality. Mm. Notice that even Vox wants you to realize that this is not just about her being autistic, although that's the flack that they want the president to get. This is also about her being a woman. Quote, autistic girls tend to face autistic people, but to also live up to the same gendered expectations many girls face, end quote. That's from Julia Bascom, the executive director of the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network. Say that part again. Autistic girls. So autistic girls tend to face a lot of pressure, not just to act like non-autistic people, Mm -hmm. but also to live up to the same gendered expectations many girls face. And that comes from, that's a quote from Julia Bascom, who is the executive director of the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network. She goes on to say, we always have to be smiling and compliant. So this is not, according to Vox and according to Julia Bascom, this is not just an issue. Greta Thunberg is not just a topic of conversation on the right because she stood up loudly proclaiming things that were factually a lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that were just not able to be proven by sound science. That's not why the right is coming after her. Nope. Nope. The right is coming after her because it's a privileged group of people who are taking her down because she is autistic and not just that she is a girl. So she is an autistic girl. And as a result of that, she is a victim of the right. Thunberg is facing stigma. This article says, I mean, this is the basic premise of the, of the article because she is an autistic girl. Now here is what I want to say here. One of the things that is interesting to me. I was trying to do a little research because, you know, admittedly, uh, Greta Thunberg was not on my radar. Like she was not someone that I was familiar with or either. that I paid attention to until this video, right? Yeah. Until Monday. And I was like, oh my goodness, what's going on with this kid? Like what is, what's happening with this girl? You know, I didn't know that she had some developmental delays. I didn't know that she has Asperger's. Um, and, and she even says that that's her superpower. She says that having Asperger's syndrome is her superpower. That's what she calls it. It's on her Facebook. I mean, it's on her Twitter account and all of this. So she says, um, Greta Thunberg says, she doesn't say that she has Asperger's or that she's on the autism spectrum to hide behind it. She just wants people to know, um, but she operates despite that. Okay. 
fair enough. Let me tell you my problem with this. And I want to be very careful here, so I'm going to slow it down so that it doesn't sound so so that what I'm saying doesn't get lost in how I say it. Okay. The problem with Greta Thunberg is the same problem that soldiers in combat face when they are fighting the enemy, uh, Muslim extremists who would strap bombs around kids and use them as suicide bombers. You know the problem that soldiers face? It's a kid that's approaching them. Mm. And so their mind tells them, this is a child. A child but they have but a their training tells them <laughs> they're in hostile territory. Right. They're on hostile ground. They, they, they have known enemy combatants who they know will strap bombs to themselves and blow themselves up in their presence. They do this with women. They do this with children. When I look at what is happening in the wake of Greta Thunberg's emotional presentation, right? right? And I look at the fact that what essentially is being said is, don't say anything against her. She's a child Mm -hmm. for crying out loud. And she has Asperger's for crying out loud. It's the same conflict that soldiers have when you see a child, okay, and on enemy territory that could potentially be a suicide bomber. You're like, man, all of my training says um, there could be a problem here. Here's a child just walking up to me, you know, out of the blue. Yeah. And uh, but I don't I don't want to do anything, you know, because it's a child. This is the type of psychological um, adventure that Marxist cultural Marxists take us on. What they trot out in front of us are those who can tear down these, quote unquote, Western institutions, Mm -hmm. those who can cause turmoil in our conversations, those who can cause confusion. But we can't say anything. These people can be as critical as they want, but we can't say anything because what cultural Marxists, what liberal progressives often trot out are those who they they themselves have they have conditioned us to protect them. Hmm. They have told us what is socially acceptable, what we can mention, what we can't mention, what we can comment on, what we can't, can't comment on. And when we talk about these things, when we talk about these things, what do they say about us? We're hateful. Yeah. They say we're bigots. They say we're closed minded. They say we don't value women. So look, we are the ones who are the champions of children. We're the ones who are trying to protect them from the drag queens, mind you. Right. But what liberal progressives do is they bring into their fold those who can criticize existing institutions who themselves cannot be criticized. Do you understand? Yeah. So if you want to get your point across, trot out the person who can say the most Mm -hmm. with the least amount of criticism in return. Yeah. And what we are finding now is that that is finding a place among children. So now we can bring, that's why, that's why you have Desmond is amazing. In fact, Will, let's roll the clip. You may have been familiar with this, you know, this, this came across our, 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 you know, news feed. And these are the, type, the types of things that you look at them and you shake your head and you go, man, this is ridiculous. But I feel that this fits into the case that I'm trying to make here. So I want to play it and I'm going to set it up for you. The UK right now is experimenting with what they are calling drag syndrome, 
where they are dressing up kids who have Down syndrome in drag and they are trotting them out to perform and they're saying they want to take this across their country and then around the world. All right, so roll it. Here we we go. For these performers, drag is more than just transformation. It's a chance to show people what they can do. It's actually amazing. It's very excitement. We could perform anywhere. We could perform any show, any style. I'm unique. I'm clever. I feel really confident and comfortable with who I am. Aurora Shebag, Gaia Callis and Justin Bond are part of Drag Syndrome, the first professional troupe in the world where all member artists have Down Syndrome. They started exploring drag after working with Daniel Weiss's art organization. It came from them. So when we went to this party and they saw the drag queens, they said, oh my God, we want to do that. And then they started to develop their own characters. Um, And then we did a one-off show just to see what it is, how it is. It was full house. The group's energetic performances and characters are a hit in the United Kingdom and Europe and on social media. It's a platform for them to express themselves um, more than they can do in regular art forms or dance or theatre. It gives them the space to be fierce, uh, to be sexy, to be wild. And and you cannot say anything about it. Because they have special needs. Wow. So if you stand up and if you say this is wrong, this is immoral, this is ungodly, then what you are told is that you better respect these kids. These kids have found something that they love. It just happens to be that little boys who have Down syndrome are dressing up as women. And little girls who have Down syndrome are dressing up as men. And by the way, let me tell you, if you go to AFR.net and you get the podcast, we'll put a link to that story because you need to see it. It's a YouTube clip. We'll put a link to it so that you can see it for yourself. You will not believe it. But look, this is by design. Why? So now you cannot speak out as an activist and say to sexualize children, to sexualize those with developmental delays, to say that it's wrong because, you know, developmental delays. You can't speak out against it. You're talking now to a protected class of individuals. And let me tell you something. Greta Thunberg was on, um, she was on CBS, their morning show. And, and she was talking about, you know, why she's able to speak out so boldly. And, um, and she said partly because of her Asperger's, she said she doesn't really care what people think. It just allows her to just, you know, say what's on her mind. But she also used a term that was unfamiliar to me. So I did a little research. I was like, what is that? She talked about uh, neurodiversity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> neurodiversity. I was like, I've never heard that term before. So I do a little bit of digging and I go, oh, my goodness, this is exactly what I suspect. You create untold numbers of classes of people who are the oppressed. So the neurological diverse, okay? These are the people who have developmental dis- de- developmental delays, but they say it's not that it is not normal. They are their own group of people. So now we don't have a baseline where we can say this is God's design. So now we have a, look, the, man, we have brokenness in the world. Do you understand Romans chapter eight? teaches us that creation is groaning, that the earth has been subjected to futility. We ourselves are groaning. We look at the pain and we look at the anguish and the hurt that we're experiencing in this world because of sin. 
And that manifests itself biologically speaking. But just because something becomes common in our culture does not mean it is normal. Right. Does not mean that is God's design. We're in trouble, folks. Right. We're in right. trouble. And so when you have this girl, Greta Thunberg, who is like, you know, a person like myself with neurodiversity, meaning that I can hide behind Asperger's, but you can't call it out. You can't say that, okay, you know what, that is, that does put her at a disadvantage or that, you know, no, it's, it's amazing. There are like, there's like eight degrees of protection around her. But it's the thing, it's, it's another lesson in intersectionality. That's, that's exactly that's what, what it, it is. is. Will. It's, it's just, it's, it's a continuation of that thought that, you know, if, if I have these certain points and you don't have as many points that I, I as I have, yes. you know, you can't speak to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm the oppressed. I'm the one that has the upper hand because I have all these things that, that I'm held down by. It's the same thing. It's intersectionality. That's exactly what it is. And why do I point this out? Why are we talking about this? Because this is what the culture has produced. But, folks, it doesn't want to stay in the culture. This wants to make its way prominently into the church and destroy the church and destroy the church. Please understand that there is nothing that survives in the wake of any type of institution that submits itself to any form of critical theory. Critical theory destroys the institution that in any any way, any remote way employs it as a framework through which it will operate. It destroys it. It's, yeah. it's, it's done and it's over. We have seen this happen at the university level. Yeah. We have seen this happen in corporations. We have seen this happen even in Hollywood, which some people are happy to see it dismantle itself. <laughs> but now it's trained its sights on the church. That's right. And I want to point this out to you because I want you to be discerning. So what the culture says is we can trot out our critical theorists. We can trot out people who will criticize every aspect of culture, but we are wise in that we trot out the ones that we have already trained you not to criticize. Mm. So you can't say anything about a woman. Even if she's a nasty woman, you can't say that because, hey, women. Mm. You can't say anything negative about a 16-year-old who stands up and, and is excited about something that's wrong. You can't say anything because that's a child. It's actually rank hypocrisy. Because at the same time, you're saying, wait, don't we need to be trying to protect children. You want to expose them to drag queens. Man. All right. We got to grab the break. Aaron e. Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back. Addison's on American Family Radio. I want to finish up this Vox article here as I caution you to um, 
continue to to cry aloud <laughs> and spare not. That's that's my encouragement, man. You know, look, they they tell us if we see something, say something. Um, <laughs> So, so say something. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's good. Uh, look, you know, y- you got to say something. I- I'm telling you, this is y- the only way I- that I could could think of to truly describe what has happened uh, in the last couple of days uh, since, you know, Greta Thunberg grabbed everybody's attention worldwide is to say it is it is the the mental equivalent. It's the cultural equivalent of a child suicide bomber that you see this kid approaching and and everything in you. Um, wants to protect the kid or think the best, and and you've got to override that because you go, man, I'm I'm on enemy territory. I'm I'm on enemy territory, mm-hmm. and you know this is the way that these people operate. Well, look, let me tell you, this is the way that liberal progressives operate. They hate God. They hate God. Do you know that the ultimate end is the destruction of the church? It is a war against God. Now, it it is indirectly a war against us because we are the people of God. Right. Do you understand? But it's not about us. Mm-hmm. It's not directly at us. It is a war against God. That's right. Since Nietzsche said that God is dead, that's that's sort of the in, 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 the exciting of the war. Hmm. This is when the war was incited. Like So since then, we've been battling, battling these people who hate the spread of Christianity. They hate the founding of this country. Because it almost solidifies the fact that, man, you know, blesses the nation whose God is the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. like a constant reminder yeah. that the Lord blesses nations that fear him. So by extension, those of us who are the followers of God, we are hated by these people. I'm going to open the phone lines and then I'm going to finish up this Vox article here. And then um, and, and then and then we'll see what kind of time we have left to, to continue kind of unpacking a little bit here. Uh, 888. 589-8840, 888-589-8840. This Vox article ends this way, and I want you to listen very carefully here. And Lord, you know, if I'm out of my mind to to point this out, then Lord have mercy. And, and look, that's why we open the phone lines. You can push back on me, and that's fine. I, this is what I do so I can handle it. But I'm telling you, the saints of God, the people of God have got to be discerning. We cannot lose our, vo- our voice in this culture because people push us into a corner and tell us that we're bigots. Remember what I told you? We started out on Monday. We got to learn the art of raising little bigots. We ourselves have got to learn the art of <laughs> what it is to be a bigot in 21st century America. It's not what it once was. Um, this Vox article ends this way. With her outspoken, outspoken activism and her unwillingness to let mockery stop her, Thunberg isn't just a leader in the climate movement. This article says she's one among many says that she's also delivering. Listen to this guys. She's also delivering an implicit rebuke to those who use her autism diagnosis or her gender to belittle her. Hmm. Now that's not what's happening guys. That's that is not what's happening. (laughs) What's happening is people are saying this is chicken little. Yeah. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. That's what people are pointing out. Do you understand? But the fastest way to silence people who stand on the truth mm-hmm. is ad hominem attack. It's to accuse them of having poor character. This article continues. That, what they just said, has been a welcome sight to many other autistic people who have been sharing support with the hashtag autistics for Greta. Hashtag autistics for Greta. Now, let me tell you, here's another layer to this, which concerns me. 
You do not want Greta Thunberg as the poster child for autistic spectrum disorder children. Right. That's an entirely different agenda. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right, right. Our kids call them eco kids. Eco kids have an entire different agenda. It's an entirely different agenda. And it is not what you want as the same face of the kid that you're raising in your home who maybe is on the spectrum. That's that's. But I'll tell you what it does. I'll tell you what it does for cultural Marxists. It builds their nouveau proletariat. Hmm. It builds their oppressed class. It widens the margins of those who are oppressed. Now, it's not just the sexually confused. It's not just uh, ethnic uh, ethnically oppressed. It's not just women, right? It's not just those with special needs, right? Now it's those who are neurologically diverse. Mm. It's those with neuro neurodiversity guys. What eventually happens, what eventually happens is that any culture that tries to reconcile Marxist theory to its way of living collapses under the weight of it in the United States of America. That is where we're headed. The last holdout, the final frontier, the last wall is the church. That's right. And guess what? The camel's nose is already under the tent of it. That's right. We can't ignore it, guys. We can't ignore it. All right. Will the Great. Let's go to the phone lines. Where do we go first? Uh, We're going to Frank in Kentucky. Hi, Frank. Hi there. Hi there, uh, sister and brother. I. I wanted to just make a comment. I, I heard a pastor on uh, AFR, AFR yesterday make a, make a comment about there's a special place in hell for people to mistreat small kids or, or kids, period. So that's, that's all I wanted to say. Hmm. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, I understand the, the sentiment and I understand what's, <clears throat> excuse me, a rough what's meant by him. that. A, yeah, I mean, but, you know, but yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the Bible speaks very clearly about those who would uh, mislead children. Mm-hmm. And uh, the word millstone comes to comes to comes mind. To mind. Yeah. So uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Will the great. Where do we go next? Go to Matt in Tupelo. Hi, Matt. Hey, uh, I just want to ask a question. I don't know if this young lady that spoke at the UN, I believe it was yesterday. I don't know if her parents were were with her, but what kind of parent would allow their uh, autistic child to row in a sailboat or go in a sailboat across the big pond and come to another country and stand up before the UN and, and, and speak all this, uh, you know, knowing that she's autistic, what kind of parent would allow their autistic child to, to go through all that, knowing that there was going to be criticism, Hmm. you know, and, uh, I just don't understand how a parent, because we as parents, we want to correct, we want to protect our children, yeah. you know, more especially a child that that has uh, is autistic, has problems like that. Uh, we wouldn't want to subvert them to uh, all this kind of criticism. And and every time uh, when I heard heard it, the video play today, um, every time I hear uh, her, her her speech. I'm not criticizing her by no means, but it just it just turns it just turns my stomach. Yeah. 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 yeah no, it is very disheartening. And that's a great question. I don't know, Matt, where her parents were. Let me give the number again. 888-589-8840. 
888-589-8840. But to your question, Matt, and I, I can only I can only speculate, but I <laughs> I will tell you probably the type of parent or parents that, um, you know, maybe make their living receiving funds from George Soros. Mm. Um, you know, there there are some very wealthy people who want Greta Thunberg to have the position that she has. Here's another thing. Let me say this, man, and I, I want to be so careful. It has become culturally acceptable now for children to disrespect authority. Yeah. The meme that's been circulating is the way this little girl, who remember, little girl, so we need to protect her, the way she's scowling at the president when he walks by her. That's 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 a punchline right now. Yeah. Utter disrespect, utter contempt for authority. She went on a school strike. She didn't go to school. I'm like, where were her parents when she decided she wasn't going to school? <laughs> but this has become normalized in our culture. And let me say this. So to the because the layer of this that says this 16 year old girl, look, they're making activists out of these children. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you something. And, and people might think hard of me. I you know, I we need to be careful, but I'm not going to be silenced by <laughs> neo Marxists. You understand? Right. I'm not I'm not going to have them tell me keep quiet. If you're 16 and if I'm in a conversation with you and you talk to me like you're an adult, I'm going to talk to you like you're an adult. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, oh, poor little innocent. And look, and I understand. Look, she says she's not hiding behind her developmental delays. She knows full well what she's doing. She has owned this. She has bought into this. This this is what she believes. So then we can have a conversation around what you believe. That's Guys, right. we got to be done with it. Right. We got to be done with it. When somebody steps to you and they're talking about they're a part of the oppressed class, make them define it. Make them talk about it. I'm sick of being manipulated and, 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 and contorting myself in all kinds of different directions to appease these people who they don't want. Look, they don't want to reconcile. They want subjugation. They want to overthrow our form of government. They want to overthrow the church. So why are we doing cartwheels trying to accommodate them? This I use an, as an example to only show you what intersectionality looks like. And when people go to step up to redeem their points, this is what it looks like. Yeah. Will the Great, where do we go next? Uh, we go to Andy in Georgia. Hi, Andy. Hey, Andy, are you there? Andy in Georgia. Okay. Maybe we lost him. Maybe we're having maybe we're having some issues because if all if all of the if all of the calls dropped at once, where do we go next? We can see if we have another caller on. Uh, we can go to Brenda in Alabama. Hi, Brenda. Hi. Hi. Hey, how y'all doing? Good, good. I was I'm wanting to comment on the little girl. Yeah. That did that speech. I was wondering if you heard yesterday. They said it on this station on one of the other uh, people's show that um she did the boat so that there weren't admissions you know mm -hmm. and yes for the thing and that someone came to get her boat on an airplane <laughs> and she ended up at obama's she ended up at obama's new beach house <laughs> and that her parents are um both in the um uh, tv you know actors or actors. yeah yeah. performers yeah and look i'm was, not and that she was taken there and coached at obama's <laughs> ranch for this speech is what was said yesterday hmm. well i'm not surprised I'm, I'm not surprised about it like I, i'm really not and and i'll tell you even brenda thank you so much for calling i appreciate it even if we don't know it at all we under let me tell you what we understand in the body of christ can i can i tell you what we understand now this is not 
um, this is not a free ticket or this is not a check for us to disregard the planet that God has given us to steward like this. That's not a, this is not a free check. But but let me let me tell you something. OK, this is what we in the body of Christ understand. Second Peter, chapter three, verse seven. But by the same word, the heavens and earth that now exist are stored up for fire, being kept until the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. But do not overlook this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. But the day of the Lord will come. Mm -hmm. So listen, all of the things that we are supposed to be alarmed about, all of the things that are kind of waved in our face, what I'm saying is this. We already know that what we see now will be destroyed. When she's, when she's talking about her future, man, people should be pricked to their heart. She needs Jesus. Right. She needs Jesus. <laughs> all right, let's try to squeeze in one more call. All right, uh, let's go to Harry in Alabama. Hey, Harry. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. All right. Um, well, um, I was going to just give you guys some, a little more information on the background of her parents, because uh, Brother Tim was talking about that yesterday on today's issues. But the lady just before kind of gave you a lot more information than what I even knew, so that was good. But uh, just to make the uh, the comment that, that Meeky made about, um, you know, that, that this um, uh, this whole agenda for we can't say anything against these different groups of people mm -hmm. uh, and it's heading for the church is because, I mean, that's Satan's game all along. Mm. You know, that, that is, that is the thing that he is completely after is to, you know, I mean, you know, first of all, deny that God even exists, which, you know, the biggest lie ever, and then to destroy the church, yeah. which is the message. You know, our, you know, we're the messengers. Um, and so, yeah, I just yeah. wanted to, to say that. No, that's and excellent. I, really, I appreciate, really appreciate it. you guys. Thank you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And thank you for calling in with that information. And let me just say this. You know, I I am not callous toward people. I'm not. But we have to understand that we are not dealing with what we see on the surface, that there is something behind the scenes, dark forces, if you will, that's right. that are at work. That's right. And the war is on the people of God simply because of the fact that we are the people of God. So whether or not her parents are actors, whether or not she's being paid by George Soros and, and all of those things <laughs> appear to be true. The bottom line is this. The liberal progressives, the cultural Marxists are trotting, trotting out their players and they are trotting out the types of players that you will not be able to speak against. Here is what I'm saying to you. Speak against them anyway. Yeah for the glory of God. Amen. All right, we're out of time. Until tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless.